0: Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered
1: marriage.
2: Hey, before we get started, I just wanted to share a special offer for our listeners, and it's called the Makeover Your Marriage Bundle. Hon, real quick, tell just a little bit about it before we get into the podcast
0: yeah the makeover your marriage bundle consists of four of my most popular programs and teaching packages combined you get Christian wife University the wisdom for wives online conference five days to a better marriage e-course communication and marriage workshop and a complimentary three-day two-night stay in a deluxe hotel at any one of 50 locations in the US wait for it for only ninety (laughs) seven dollars
2: ninety seven dollars nice You can find out more at joleneengel.com forward slash makeover. Now, while everyone's considering this opportunity to strengthen their marriage, uh, let's go ahead and get into the podcast. And then we'll have more information about this package at the end of the episode. Hi, my name is Eric Engel with my beautiful, fantastic, talented wife, Jolene Engel another episode of the marriage mentor podcast and i don't know why you laugh every time i introduce you but uh
0: because well, you're just like so excited and so encouraging and it's nice
2: i am excited because you're the best gal in the world
0: oh thank you
2: it's anyway nice being married to you what do you got today
0: i have a gal who um is a believer married to a believer but she feels like she's putting forth all the effort into
1: her marriage so we're going to listen to what she has to say
2: okay let's go
1: Hey Jolene, my name is Naomi from Wickham in Western Australia in Australia. Um, my question is, what do you do if you are the only one making an effort in your marriage? My husband's a believer and I think he puts more time into focusing on God first, which is great, really great, but he doesn't put much time into our marriage, um... He doesn't pray with me he doesn't read the bible with me I request it often but it doesn't happen um I've loved the cherished wife series that you just recently done and I, I feel like I've improved through that through that series but I feel like I'm hitting a brick wall sometimes because you know it's a one-way street so I'm just wondering what what can you do when you're the only one putting an effort in with your marriage, and your husband won't take guidance from you? Um, so he won't listen to other podcasts, or blog sites, or Facebook pages, etc. Appreciate your advice. Thank you very much. Bye.
2: Okay, so basically, she says he's a great godly guy, but he doesn't put effort into the marriage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so right. for for me. There's a disconnect there, and maybe he just doesn't understand that marriage is his first ministry. Maybe, but uh, you know that's that's something she can certainly uh, certainly impress upon him uh, with persuasion or what influence. influence influence is the right word. I mean, mm-hmm. but she can't just come out and say, "Hey, you're you're a great guy, but you're lousy in our marriage." No, okay? that's no. not going to cut it.
0: No, I would uh, I'd ask him if he'd want to go out on a date. Would you like to take your girlfriend out on a date? I would. And then I would wear something that I know that you love. I'd wear my hair a certain way that I know that you love. Okay? And then we'd go to dinner and wherever you'd like to go. And then I'd ask him at some point if he wants to... If I'd ask you, do you want to have a deeper relationship with me? Do you want to connect with me more? Okay? Of course I do. Well, but this is something that a wife could ask her right. husband to find out, because he might be thinking the marriage is great on a scale of one to 10. He's he get he's getting the remote sex food. He's good. He's uh, like at a nine or 10.
2: Right. I okay? mean, and, and that's normally how it is. That's normally the, how it is. If the guy gets those three things and, uh, it, you know, he thinks everything's great and the gal's like, hey, I think it's a two or a three. Or rude. Yeah. Or rude. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's... If that's where you rate me once in a while, but uh, I, I try to dig myself out of that and come back into the the numeric right. ske- scale there. So
0: he may not even realize what she's longing for. I realize that she said, I've asked him to pray with me. I've asked him to read the Bible with me. Okay, those two acts right there are very vulnerable and difficult acts for a husband to do with his wife. Okay. okay. So I look at that flip side of, does he feel capable enough to do it? Maybe he, he maybe he's too insecure, but no man is going to be giving that up. He's not going to give up that information. Right. So he just avoids it.
2: Right. Guys, guys don't say, hey, I'm really insecure about this. They just kind of toughen up and say, hey, shut up and leave me alone. That's, right. That's more of their Kind of like,
0: well, what does that look like to read the Bible with you? You know? has And has he been criticized in the past... Has the wife criticized him in the past that he's like, yeah, I'm not sticking my neck out again, doing that again?
2: That's a great point. Okay. Because if he has been criticized, then he might be thinking, you know, I, I got I got destroyed before. Right. I don't want to get destroyed again. And she may have changed. She may have a change of heart. Right. Uh, or... Maybe her approach is right. Maybe it's not right.
0: Right, right. Okay? There's so you, a lot of stuff there. But, you know, as a wife, you have to look at where was the past? Did he do this before? Were you guys believers when you got married? You know, did he get saved recently? Obviously, if he's a new believer, he's not going to be like the Apostle Paul or or the most spiritual man that you know. So you have to take those things into consideration. Um, the other flip side of it is, is you know, looking at... A wife, and I kind of smiled when I heard her message saying that she feels like she's putting forth all the effort into the marriage. Well, wives are the cultivators of the marriage. We always want a deeper relationship than the husband.
2: Really? Why is that?
0: Because it's how God wired us. We're wired as the more relational gender. Okay? So a wife could either pull her guy close through her godly influence and her femininity, her feminine spirit, or she could push him away by the nagging and the criticizing. And in, in this case, this man won't listen to her advice. She's lost her voice in the marriage.
2: Right. Okay. Well, and you know, the easiest way or the quickest way for her to raise him up to that guy that she wants to lead her in prayer and reading mm-hmm. is for her to encourage him. And, and she So what could, does that look like? It looks like... Hey, I really appreciate that you're a godly guy and you read your Bible.
0: Thank you for taking me to church every Sunday morning love I really appreciate that.
2: Yes, all that stuff I mean that's you know I don't I, I, I don't see any other guys raising raising up like that and being the godly man that you are right As a matter of fact, I would really love that if uh, you know and it's obviously up to you but since I'm your wife, and our marriage is our first ministry. Hey, I'd really love to read the Bible together once in a while. Could we do that once a week? Would that would that be okay?
0: Well, and he might not realize what that looks like. So she might have to say you know, I'm in the Old Testament or I'm in the New Testament. I I would love to read the book of John with you. Right. Okay. So those are just little tiny seeds that are being planted as opposed to, can we read the Bible together? He might, again, he might not even know where to begin. Well,
2: and that's why I said once a week, make it really small. Small. Or can we do, can we do like two minutes a day? Or does he
0: pray before meals? I love the fact that you pray before meals. It makes me feel closer to you and closer to the Lord. I love the fact that you've made that commitment. Now, all of a sudden, he's standing a little bit taller. Okay, because right. most people could pray, be- most believers could pray before a meal. Right. Okay.
2: Uh, and, and so let's say she asks that question, can we do this? And he says, no, I don't want to do it. Well, or okay. he's
0: passive aggressive and doesn't say anything.
2: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so uh, since I'm not passive aggressive, <laughs> aggressive, I would just say, no, I don't want to do it. Right, right. right. So if he said, no, I don't want to do it, then she needs to, instead of getting upset, have more conversation say, that really breaks my heart. Why? Right. Why don't you want to do this? I want to be close to you. I want to be close to but you. But then I ask other I,
0: questions. I, in my mind, I'm asking other questions listening to this. I'm thinking, is this wife having sex with her husband? That's one of the first things that went through my mind. Really? Is she having sex with him? Right. Because okay. he might not feel close to her because there's no physical intimacy.
2: Okay. So... so and and you would say that's... A, uh, okay, so let me go back, okay? <laughs> because I said the quickest way is encouragement, but really... And my
0: quickest way is take your clothes off.
2: Take your clothes off in front of him. <laughs> Just right. as you're having this conversation, start taking right. your clothes off.
0: <laughs> and then after the act of marriage, ask, will you ever pray with me, you know, on a Monday morning <laughs> or whatever? Because now... You know, you're not manipulating him, but you're you're drawing him in closer to you. Right. Okay? Right. And marriage, the aspect of marriage is physical intimacy. That act is only reserved for marriage. Mm-hmm. And if that's not taking place, he may not feel emotionally connected to her. Okay. So that was one of my other thoughts. Okay. So... Which I know is so, so shocking because it seems so unspiritual to say, well, I'm married to this man who pursues God... And I'm wanting to pray with him, and I'm wanting him to read the Bible with me. And so my first thought is, okay, girlfriend, are you having sex with him? I mean, that kind of comes out of left field.
2: another thought that comes to mind is, is this guy nagged? Is he, does she feel or has she in the past thought that he's not doing his job, so I'm going to take over? Right. And I'm going to start controlling and leading and being the spiritual leader, right. which is a big no-no, a huge, Well, but it's a mistake. huge
0: issue for us wives. Huge
2: okay. issue. So why? That's, why is that such a huge issue? That's a whole issue? other episode. Okay.
0: <laughs> it is. It is another whole other episode, but, but I'm looking at, did she lose her influence somewhere along the way?
2: Well, and that will do it, won't it?
0: Oh, yes. Because she had his influence at the beginning of the marriage, so much so that he said be my woman be my wife i want to spend the rest of my life with you right okay so how do you get the influence back you go by you go back to being that kind wife um i love this verse first peter three eight finally all of you should be of one mind sympathize with each other love each other as brothers and sisters be tender-hearted and keep a humble attitude wives and humility usually are. it's like oil and water i hate humility I just do because I have to like eat humble pie in order to gain some humility. Right. But imagine me without humility.
2: Well, so you mentioned something the other day and and I've used it several times. I'm going to use it today. I mean, it's such a great, great comment. But she needs to ask herself, based on how I treat him today, would he date me? Oh, Yeah, I'm like, where are you going with this? That is well. Now you know where I'm going with it, (laughs) and I went there. Okay, but I didn't know what I said. She needs to ask herself, and you know, husbands as well. Based on how I treat my wife today, would she date me? Uh, Would she have dated me back then if I treated her this way? Right,
0: right.
2: And if the answer is no, then you got to change some attitudes and change some actions, because people. People treat each other right when they're dating and when mm-hmm. they're engaged and all that. And then they get married and then, nope, okay, I'm done. I'm going to treat you like garbage, right. but
0: expect to have a great marriage. I'm like, where's that verse in the Bible? Right. It's not in there. Right. Okay? So part of it is just being considerate of the other person. And if you've changed, if you've lost your way as a biblical wife, or you have, don't know the path of a biblical wife... Okay, because when we walk down the aisle to marriage, we're walking on some fabulous emotions. We're just so kind and sweet and gracious, and we, we seem like no issues. We're so tenderhearted because we're on cloud nine of being in love. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, we fall out of that cloud, and we look at the other person, and then we start to realize, oh, well, he wasn't as great as I thought he was. What did I ever see in him? Okay, And then kind of like our flesh seeps out. But then we go read the Bible, but we're reading his verses. The verses that are for him, okay. We're reading as the wife, and I'm like, wife, read your own
2: verse. Well, and, and the Bible talks about Jesus as the good shepherd, okay. And the idea of a shepherd is to lead the sheep, okay. And, and I know I, I'm going to tie this in, okay. But uh, the Bible says that the sheep know his voice, right? Okay, and they follow the shepherd, okay. So she's not the shepherd. But she needs to use influence, okay? The Bible says that she wins him over by her conduct, which is a leading. It's not a pushing. It's no. a leading. Okay? No,
0: it's the cultivator. That's right. why I refer to the wife as the cultivator. It's her conduct. It's her actions and attitudes. Do her con- d- does her conduct glorify the Lord or glorify self? Okay. okay? Right. That's how you know if you're manipulating your man or if you're influencing him. Okay.
2: Well, and right. And some people might say it's manipulation. Hey, manipulation for great things. To, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I guess I don't want to say that that way, but but it's influence could be a type of manipulation if it's going in the right direction. If I'm leading you Well, you, you look to, at
0: the motive of the heart. Right.
2: If I'm leading you to a better marriage, a better relationship-
0: That honors the Lord, yes. Absolutely. Yes.
2: You know, I, I want to get you there. How, well, how can I get you there?
0: Right, and we we influence by things like praying for them. You know, I'll say to you, "Oh, I was praying for you today." So, how do you feel when I tell you that?
2: I feel great. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, you know, and I start thinking, "What? Are you, really? Really? I mean, you thought of me that much right. that you are going to pray for me." Those are little things me.
0: that she could say to him. Oh, I was praying for you today. You know. Oh, I asked the Lord to bless you and give you favor today. You know, uh, you know what are you struggling with today, my love? Because now you're having those spiritual conversations. Right.
2: She wants okay? him to 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 pray with her and to read with her. I was I was praying for your quiet time that the Lord would reveal some great things to you.
0: Not that He would smite you. <laughs> that's a different prayer. Well, that's that's our relationship and <laughs> our prayers, but uh... is not, it, that's just messed up.
2: <laughs> I appreciate not being smited. Thank but, you for that.
0: But having some spiritual conversations without, because I think a lot of Christian wives feel like they have to just sit on the sidelines and wait for their husband to rise to be the spiritual leader that is in their wife, in the the woman's mind. As opposed to saying, "Hey, I want to inspire my husband to act. I want to influence my husband for godliness." And so what I do is I take my controlling nature because, oh, it's right. there, it's it's there. And I just try and use it in a way that glorifies the Lord, in a way that will make you um, to be the husband that I know you want to be, the husband that God wants, has intended for you to be. Well, and he... so I come along as your helper, not as the Holy Spirit, but in a way where, you know, what are you struggling with today? How can I pray for you today?
2: Here's, here's something really interesting. in In our relationship, which is a great example of this, is that if someone just looked at me as a guy or a woman looked at me, they'd say, "Yeah, he's he's pretty harsh. He's he's kind of a jerk." Okay, yeah, I mean, they're
0: not going to see gentle Ben.
2: Uh, no, they're they're not going to see <laughs> gentle Ben. Her, all right, <laughs> but when women when women look at me uh, as our relationship together, my relationship as your husband, they look at me at, as this great, great guy. And the reason for that is because you've inspired me to be that great guy. They don't realize I'm really a jerk, okay? (laughs) But you have inspired me to greatness. And i become that great guy because of how you've inspired me. So as as a great wife you are, you've made me a better guy than I really am. And you might disagree with that, but...
0: Well, no, I look at myself and I see vileness and laziness and apathy and... And all those things that we all trip over and the lies that we listen to from the enemy and think, oh, I should be doing more. But, you know, I try and do wifehood with the Holy Spirit and God's word. and
2: But but the point is, is that these gals can inspire their guys to greatness, to be the great guy they want him to be. They can inspire him to do that. Right. Okay? I, I pretty much think that the only successes I've ever had were when I was with you, and you inspired me to those successes. Other, otherwise, I you know feel like a a complete failure. Otherwise, okay. But a great wife can do that, and it's not just you. I mean, you are the greatest wife okay the
0: only wife well
2: <laughs> right the only wife and the greatest Let's make, wife make that but, clear right now but i'm saying there the,
0: are there are not a couple wives you know, in this family I'll, I'll
2: fight some guy if he wants to say his wife is better than my wife okay but but anyway the point is that she can be that for her guy and she, well, she
0: was designed to be yes, that
2: and she can inspire that feeling in him that my wife's the greatest gal well
0: adam's parked over there in the garden alone and god's like that's not good Everything was good until he saw Adam sitting there by himself. Right. Because Adam needed a woman.
2: Well, and here's what's really interesting. And the
0: woman did not, God did not bring the woman in and say, hey, okay, now you're Adam's helper. Start cleaning up the garden.
2: (laughs) Right, right. And here's what's really interesting. Okay. Even though Adam walked with God daily. Right. Physically walked with him in the garden. He still
0: needed his woman.
2: He still needed a woman. (laughs) And he says, it's not good for this guy to be without a woman.
0: But okay. it said, woman, not nag,
2: okay, so <laughs> so here this gal has a husband who he's in her words, walking with God, but still he needs right. that woman, okay, It's not good for him to just be alone,
0: so how would you feel if I came at you with a critical spirit, start wagging my finger, saying you need to you need to listen to some of these you know, marriage advice people.
2: Uh, I'd get harsh and tell you, you need to shut up.
0: Yeah, I know you would. That I was just like, yeah, you you know, when, if I came at you and said, you need to do this.
2: You don't, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I, that's not going on I have well. a mother <laughs> right. and that relationship is already done. She's right, right, done right. raising me. I don't need another one. <laughs> right. Okay.
0: So here's what you, wife, here's what you want to stay away from. Telling your husband what he needs to do Nagging him, criticizing him, and expecting him to be, in your mind, a certain type of spiritual leader, okay? Because we have expectations that set us up really for failure, okay. okay? So the flip side would be to come alongside him and inspire him, okay? Influence him towards godliness, not by saying, you need, your, you need to read your Bible today, It's just, you know, it's like, how wonderful is that? Like, what are you reading today, love? What book of the Bible are you in today? You know, and he could share that. Really? So tell me about it. What did you learn? So now you're having spiritual conversations.
2: Right. she could even say, hey, where are you reading? Oh, I'm reading 1 John. She could open up her Bible and start reading it there as well. She wants to, you know.
0: Right. They're just little tiny steps to draw closer to your guy. she's the cultivator she's the gender that, that god made to be the one to cultivate the hearts in the home right you know so those are really my thoughts on um when a guy isn't putting forth much effort in the marriage and that's a wife is generally putting in more because we want more and most wives view that as wrong but the position that we hold as a helper I see that as a vital role of mine. I don't see it as, well, now, gee, this isn't fair because I'm putting forth more effort into the marriage than Eric is. That's not, I'm not, that's not occurring to me.
2: Well, you know, I think it's so great. You know, a lot of gals look at this as bad, but obviously God's a little smarter than all of us. Right. Okay. But the fact that God says, I have designed you for a specific purpose and it is a great purpose. Why wouldn't you embrace that? Why wouldn't you say, you know, if God has designed this for this this purpose, why would not I say th- there's no better purpose in the world oh, than what God has designed me well, for?
0: Well, because the culture says we need to wear pink hats, okay? <laughs> that represent your gender <laughs> parts? Right, and I'm like... Um, if you can't tell I'm a female, there's, there's a problem. I don't need to wear a pink hat for everyone to know that I'm a female, okay? So the world espouses these lies of, oh, it's demeaning that you're your husband's helper. And it's just like, really? Because when I'm my husband's helper, in the sense of having a stronger relationship, I have a relationship that most dream of.
2: And you've never been treated so, so well as when you've I've never been treated so well. Helper.
0: And I don't wear a pink hat.
2: You don't don't need one. I know. I I know you're a woman.
0: (laughs) Right, right. So the sad thing is is our culture is just pummeling this this idea of, you know, equality, gender equality, and so forth. I'm like, the Bible has already expressed gender equality. We're good, okay? (laughs) We we don't need to shout it from the rooftops that I am woman, and y'all need to recognize the fact that I'm a woman, okay? You should be able to realize that she looks like a woman. Okay. And the next step is, does she act like a woman?
2: Right. That's the problem. She doesn't act like a woman, no. so she doesn't get treated like a woman, and then she gets all bent out of shape right. about that, and, and goes on a march because she doesn't get treated right. like a and woman. Right. And then
0: she bashes men. It's just like if you if you have a feminine spirit, Christ-like spirit that God has put in us, and we pursue. Those verses in the Bible, and not like vomit in our mouths as a result of it. I mean, I did all that after I got saved. That it's just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not interested in being something like that.
2: You've overcome that, haven't you? I have
0: overcome that, and I'm glad that you know. I, you know, I had to, I had to get some humility there to recognize that God is smarter, and. In my pursuit of following Jesus, it's just like okay, there's nothing wrong with my gender. It doesn't. I don't. I, it's not a belittling position.
2: Well, and I want to tell anyone who's listening to this that my wife is not a passive gal. Okay, I'm sure.
0: They figure I, that I, out. Well, I, I just
2: wanted to put it on record there that uh, you can go toe to toe with anyone you want to, and, and yes, you know, and I might cut them. You no. might, <laughs> but you never cut me. No,
0: no, but. My point is, you know, our society um, downplays the femininity of a woman. But the femininity of a woman is what a man is drawn to. There's a softer side to her. And there's it's a beautiful thing to be a cultivator of a relationship. As opposed to, you know, how come my husband's not doing this? Well, he's a man. That's why he's not doing that. Right. He wasn't designed to do that. So... We get messed up by the culture, and then Satan comes and lies to us. So that's, those are the, our issues as to why um, we don't embrace uh, the, the beauty of the position of being a wife. So if you could embrace God's word and realize that as you're cultivating that relationship between you and your husband, it will start to blossom because for me, I've never grown so much as a woman And feel so secure in who I am in Christ as a woman than as I've been married to you. Now, mind you, I got saved and a year and a half later, we get married. So the bulk of me walking with Jesus, I've been a wife.
2: So you're saying I did a good job?
0: You did a fabulous job. Thank
2: you. My peacock feathers are spreading (laughs) out right now.
0: And I'd say yes to you all over again.
2: I appreciate that. Those are great thoughts. You got anything else?
0: No, no. But don't, you know, I don't want a wife to feel discouraged because her marriage isn't right. Or she feels like it's all on her. Because you have the Holy Spirit within you. You have the power of the living God within you. Um, embrace those biblical verses. I call them the pink highlighted verses. The, the wifehood verses. The womanhood verses. Those verses that initially our emotions say, I don't like that. And then the world says, don't be like that. But really go back to what the Bible has to say. And embrace them and put forth an awful lot of effort into that role of a wife. And you're going to start to notice The man being more open and being softer and gentler. A couple things. Make sure that the marriage bed is taking place. You know, that is one surefire way to connect with him. So anyways, those are my thoughts.
2: Great thoughts. I'm Eric Engel.
0: Here with Jolene Engel. And I'm at joleneengel.com.